Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Black Women's Awakening podcast. It's been a while because I've been going through so many divine shifts in the same way, our seasons and our climates and our phases and cycles are constantly shifting. So, too, do we as humans, and you know, we have to really learn to honor it. So, these past few months, I've been going through a lot of shifts. Some are very obvious. Um, if you did not know, I'm pregnant. I'm probably in my 27th or 28th week. Um, and also, I moved recently back to my home country, Jamaica. So, I've been in the midst of a lot of transformation and just transitions. And in the same way I've been going through so many transitions in my physical body, I've also been going through a lot of mental shifts, a lot of new perspectives, a lot of new um, visions have been coming to me, things just, you know, a lot of epiphanies and all of that. So before I get into it, I just want to introduce myself for those who are here for the first time. And even those coming back, I don't think I've ever formally spoken about myself or shared about my journey. Also, please pardon the background noises if you hear cars driving by. It's just the authentic reality of a Monday morning here in Jamaica at 6.44 a.m. People are on their way to work and I live near, I would say, well, it's in a community, but still, you know, people driving back and forth to get to work and to go out into the main road and stuff. So do pardon that you know okay so just a little bit about myself my name is ashley um i'm 24 years old i'm a mother i've been married for five years yeah wow it's been five years or january (laughs) january makes five years um it's not really honestly for me and my husband marriage isn't the primary focus for us um, in the sense that it's not the thing that makes a relationship you know if you that's not the topic for today but just a side note you know it's more so the spiritual bond and partnership but yeah we've been married you know in the system for four going on five years we have a daughter she's three and we're also expecting our second child and yeah so today to welcome at the podcast episode i just wanted to touch on a few things around the realm of feminine healing here in jamaica but it's going to relate to everyone because the truth is the healing that's happening in our individual spaces in our homes in our individual countries it's reflective of a healing that's happened happening on a grander scale so even though i'm talking about jamaica this relates to everyone. I'm just going to pause whenever I hear like a lot of vehicles passing so that it doesn't drown out my voice. But, um, you know, this morning I got up and for those who don't know, today's the great Jupiter-Saturn conjunction that everybody going on about on the internet. And I guess for me personally, that's that whole conjunction is just reflective of us shifting within as human beings. I think, of course, we're going to see a lot of changes in our outer realm because that's just how life works, as above, so below, as within, so without. 
but for me personally i know this conjunction is really hitting the area of home ancestry land family birth and motherhood and it's definitely so timely that these past few weeks and these past few months leading up to now have been so focused on healing in that aspect and actually not think of it these past few years of my life i've been focused on reconnecting to myself reconnecting to myself on an emotional level my inner child um addressing a lot of mother wounds and addressing a lot of ancestral wounding and intergenerational trauma and all of that which is very much you know it revolves around that realm of or spiritual healing or healing that's connected to our soul self because these are all the things that really make up our subconscious mind and you know it determines what we're going to attract and what we're going to experience in this earth room going forward so for me personally i've been really focused on that aspect of self i feel like i'm in a phase right now where everything i'm going through it's to clear some karma or activate some dna or you know bring back some energy that wasn't able to be expressed by my foremothers and by the um, matriarchal images in my family and so even now as i'm in jamaica and i'm preparing to go into the birth room once again and i'm preparing to do it naturally i find myself diving deep into you know birthing jamaica on a whole and what it's like for women and it's very shocking you know i think it would be shocking to people because jamaica when you hear about jamaica you think about naturalness you think about ironness you think about rastafarianism you think about bob marley probably you think about ganja probably and you know you relate jamaica to just a natural lifestyle and the sad truth is that jamaica in many ways have been stripped away from naturalness now this isn't to say that people aren't natural because if you come to jamaica you'll see that we have a lot of rural rural areas we have a lot of country areas and we have people who still in them deep practices who know about them herbs who know about you know all the things that they need for their body but still we have a lot of sicknesses amongst our elders we have a lot of mothers um having to go into the hospital and give birth and experiencing birth trauma and having c-section we have a lot of our food that's been injected and sprayed with pesticides and grown in inorganic ways and you know even being here in jamaica now it's so crazy that we can be in a space that boasts such naturalness and yet still there's so much inauthenticity and unnaturalness and so you know even the conversations i've been having with women these past few weeks it's been centered around one farming and two the birth room and like i said these are the main focus for me because ideally my vision is to have land here in jamaica and have my own property where my children can be out in nature and i can grow my own food and my family and i we can create our own products you know with our own energy and with our and rid of all the chemicals and the preservatives and everything we can make what we need and just keep that cycle of creating go with what the season bless us with but you know get into that space of course in a space that is built on a lot of inauthenticity and a lot of commercialism and all of that it takes time 
right so that's literally the shift that we're in that transition of being young adults young parents young entrepreneurs and being on that mission of wanting to reconnect to mother earth and another thing about it is that the society that we're in right now a lot of the a lot of those who are in power see or i don't i wouldn't say i can tell you what their vision is but just from observing what's happening around us it seems to me that there's more energy being put into building jamaica as it relates to our economic structures and you know getting more money in but then when we look at the land and we look at mother nature she's still not getting the best we keep compromising her naturalness for our gain we keep compromising her divine cycles for our gain you know in the essence that even my aunt was sharing with me the other day that you know farmers out here and I'm going to put farmers in quotation mark because I'm going to touch on why a lot of farmers have sold out their inauthenticity and basically become, what you just say, traders for Mother Nature. Their, their Mother Nature is pimp in essence. But, you know, a lot of farmers will grow their food inorganically and they'll do so in a quick manner because, you know, production and they want to make sure production is up so they can make their money and all of that. And they'll also do a practice where for like bananas that we expect to be ripe and we expect them to be ripened authentically, we expect them to just follow their natural process and get ripe on the tree. A lot of them will pick them green, dip them in this chemical and that's what ripens the banana. So you get these ripe bananas and you're like, oh yeah, authentic ripe bananas and they're not. You know, they were picked before the time, first of all, they were taken from the mother before they were fully developed and they were forced to be ripened and I was matching that pattern yesterday when I was talking to my midwife I was matching that pattern to how it's similar to what she told me about you know in a medical community sometimes women will be forced to be induced or let me not say forced but they'll be enforced and they'll be encouraged to be induced once they, once they reach 39 weeks of pregnancy even though we're expected to go to 40 weeks and you know normal pregnancies go beyond 40 weeks some women go to 40 weeks in a couple of days some women, women go to 43 weeks you know i myself and my first daughter went to 40 weeks in a couple of days and that's another story about what it's like in america when you want to birth naturally but the focus now is jamaica and you know she was sharing that even when you check the c-section rates for out of the hospitals out here they're very high and you have to ask yourself is it that women here in jamaica are not healthy and so therefore their bodily functions and their natural abilities are compromised or is it that the system and our mentalities are so messed up that we literally don't believe in our abilities anymore and so the first thing that we think when we have a baby in us is oh shit i need to go and get a doctor i need to go to the hospital you know it's that means we're we're programmed to think that birth is a risk right and pregnancy is risky and you know that's the energy that i've picked up out here um you know i find that as a pregnant woman people expect me to be weaker or they just expect that i'm going to be vulnerable you know and the funny thing is it's quite the opposite now yeah i have experienced you know sickness in my first trimester with this pregnancy but after I went through that shift of being sick, which is, you know, a result of my hormones changing and a being, a whole entire human being being attached to me, after that initial phase of me going through the process of transitioning into my birthing body and into my pregnant body, 
I felt fine. I felt like my normal self. Yeah, I'm mindful that I have more weight on me. I have more energies attached to me and I'm more um, receptive to everything that's happening around me. So I have to be more protective of my energy and more mindful. But it doesn't make me weaker, you know? I'm not sick. I'm not sick as somebody who would need to go to the hospital for a surgery or somebody who is, you know, um, what do you call that? Who is at high risk, you know what I'm saying? And so that's where the conversation leads into where I'm not saying that we don't need medical interventions and we don't need all of these technologies and man-made devices. As a matter of fact, they serve us. But the issue is the intention behind why they're created, we have to ask, what, is, what are they? What were the intentions? Was it merely to gain economically or was it focused on human advancement and human advancement in the best way possible because we can advance but the question is are we advancing authentically are we advancing naturally or are we advancing inauthentically and therefore compromising our natural abilities and rendering ourselves helpless you know eventually when you look at it it's going to get to a point where people are going to be so dependent on the system if they don't choose to become sovereign and learn how to grow their own food and learn how to check their food and learn how to trust their bodies and learn how to strengthen their mentalities and their emotional realm and their emotions and their physical body we're going to become weak before we even you know get old and that's the thing you know we think that the older we get, we're supposed to get weaker, but that's that's the result of the lifestyle habits that we've picked up in our cultures. You know, that's why our elders are so sick. And the environment and the food and the way the food is grown. So I've just been seeing a lot of the patterns connecting, you know. The same way we treat Mother Nature is the way we treat mothers out here in Jamaica. The same way we force Mother Nature to produce before her time and we don't trust in her organic processes or um, the system will want to um, quicken her processes so that they can gain something from her. It's the same thing that we do to mothers. Now, on the, on the darker side of it, we can look at it as you know money being the root of all of this. You know, the medical industry has become another commercial industry something to make money from and that's sad because oh excuse me i was burning some sage that's sad because birth is supposed to be a process of connection a process that not only focuses on your physical body But it, it shouldn't only focus on your physical body, right? But also your mental, your emotional. We're supposed to be tapping into ancestral knowledge when we're birthing because then we can get into the topics of intergenerational trauma and how a lot of women know are giving birth in the same traumas that their grandmothers and their mothers gave birth. You know, it's like a cycle is continuing. And, you know, if you look into intergenerational tra trauma and you understand intergenerational DNA, You'll see where, you know, the common thing that, that's created, the common analogy that is used is the fact that when I was a baby, for example, or when I was in my mother's womb, oh, actually, let's, let me reword that. When my mother was in my grandmother's womb, I would have been 
within my mother as well right so eggs it's like three generations at a time that eggs are connected when my grandmother was pregnant with my mother i was being developed in her little womb space or in her ovary or you know the eggs right there i won't get into the science of it but look into that you know the connection of how three generations are created at a time and when you think about that that means everything that my grandmother went through affected my mother and affected me and it just keeps going back so you keep connecting the dots you like it makes you think like hmm what did my grandmother go through what did my great-grandmother go through and how did it affect my grandmother what did my great-great-great-great-grandmother go through and how did it affect them and how did that pass on to us and you know one of the common themes amongst black women that we have to acknowledge is the fact that a lot of our ancestors have had to give have had have had to give birth in trauma and you know having to always be in that fight or flight mode and having to be rushed and even if we should take it back to slavery and how childbirth amongst the slaves was more so for the the benefit of um the slave plantation for the slave owners so that they could put the children to work and in many ways it's like as much as our system has has changed and we've advanced things much of our practices are very similar a lot of the things that we do nowadays isn't so much to advance ourselves as human beings on the emotional physical and mental level but to prepare us to advance our society and again it's important yes for us to advance our societies it's important for us to build our societies but if we're building society and the human beings are still not being built up and are still not being taught how to care for themselves it's all futile it's all for naught you know so there's just so much to get into and as a mother as someone who's raising a little baby within me and someone with a daughter you know these are things that i'm always thinking about because everything that i'm doing now will affect my children everything and it's not to be perfect it's not to try and fix everything in the world but i feel like it's a duty at least if i'm aware of everything that's going on i have to make it my duty to do better you know even with my daughter she has eczema and that's a genetic thing in our family you know it's not so much about her eating habit and stuff because she's she eats pretty clean because i've been aware of this journey for a while and i've been on this journey of trying to do my best to create food for her that isn't ridden with all sorts of chemical and give her the best options and that's why i get into cooking and all of that and it really taps me back into my knowledge but you know there's just so much that's going on around us and it, it gets to the point where we have to become sovereign we have to do our own research as mothers we have to be teachers healers doctors researchers cooks everything all in one and even as fathers you know we, fathers have that responsibility of being supportive of mothers being that backbone because women really do carry a lot okay women carry a lot not just physically but mentally spiritually emotionally we have a lot on our plate and so you know the uplifting of the woman goes hand in hand with the upliftment of mother earth and i find that the more people reconnect to mother earth and the more they see the value of 
naturalness and what it means to get your food from the natural source and not have it compromised by all of these chemicals the more they understand why it's important to uplift women and uplift the mother and that goes into women learning to uplift themselves and heal themselves and connect to themselves because we can only expect so much from our society um, as we give to ourselves, you know, we have to set that bar as women and as black women, especially we have a really, really big task, you know, currently and ahead of us to not only heal ourselves, but to tap in and heal our subconscious mind and to create new cycles for ourselves far different from what we've been used to, you know, so it's just a lot it's a lot of things to talk about and i'm grateful to be in this space where i'm able to talk and share my thoughts on it and it won't it doesn't have to be perfect i can make my typos and all of that i can mess up on words because the point is it's about authenticity and it's about us reconnecting to ourselves and it's about us feeling okay to just be you know to just be to just allow ourselves to be and trust in that beingness and trust in the fact that we have that innate knowledge you know so that's what i'm going to end this podcast for today i'll definitely be touching on more topics around birth in jamaica sharing my journey as we're creating our own little realm and space of naturalness creating our businesses around our journeys of healing um also, you can look out for an essay on my Patreon where I'll be going more in depth about the patterns of birth and farming here in Jamaica and in our world in general. And yeah, thank you so much for everyone who's listening. Thank you for tuning in, sending love, connection, and peace. Have a good day.